In this podcast, Julia interviews John Trott, who's one of the wardens at the Froomside Benefice, about his faith and his life. Is how would you explain faith? Faith to me is something very personal. Uh, faith to me, I would. I think is having a relationship with God and allowing God into your life. For me, I've never known a time without God. I'm very fortunate in that. He's been alongside me from as long as I can remember. Uh, It puts me to a place where I think that I'm following a story. I'm following a plan. Um, What's going to happen to me is going to happen. It's already laid out in a big book somewhere. And I'm just following God's plan. That's, that's faith to me. Right. So can we unpack this big plan of God's? Can you explain a little bit more about that? I'm a little bit of a, I guess, a little bit of a fatalist. Um, things happen for a reason. Um, they're not all within my control. In fact, very few of them are within my control. But um, I just get the feeling that, that, that God pushes me towards where he wants me to be and makes me do what he wants. Um, Little stories. I mean, I, I remember when Martin came up and asked me to be church warden. And I thought, this will come out a little bit later on, but I thought that was something that was meant to happen. And that's a lot of what, of what my journey is, something that's meant to happen. Right, so let's take you back to when you were young. When I was young. That's <laughs> an awfully long time ago. <laughs> it feels an awfully long time so, ago. So, by your accent, you're not like me. You're not from Bristol. No, I'm a Taunton boy. Uh, I grew up born and grew up in Taunton we went to the United Reformed Church um, as a family from year dot I was christened in, the, in, in that church um, my father and mother were, were, were keen church members dad uh, was when I was very young dad joined uh, became an elder in the church you don't, ha- you don't have church wardens and treasurers you don't have church wardens in, in the United Reformed Church you have elders and, uh, and they asked him to become one of those, I said, when I was young. And uh, funny old thing, he's still an elder now. Uh, he was also the treasurer for uh, 35 years, which I should probably add at this point is not a record I'm attempting to break <laughs> in any way, shape or form. Um, but I have fond memories of um, a lot of time when, we, when Deb, my sister and I were growing up, Sunday afternoons counting, counting collections and money that's effectively where we learnt our math skills from counting just 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 helping out just just two p's ten p's fifty p's in the, in the church collection getting that i'm sort of a, yeah a lot of fond memories of that but that's uh, that's my background um united reformed church as i said um and then well I, I i went through college in south wales and became a civil engineer first of all if any of you know the a303 down in somerset there's a fair few bits of that i worked on down there uh, just a to put it into time scales, before the building of the second seven crossing, that's when I roughly <coughs> finished. And at, uh, at that time, I felt a draw towards uh, joining the military. Um, I'd reached a natural end, and you just think, what am I going to do now? And, uh, Quite an interesting change, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is and it isn't. Um, think, of, think of a poor little surveyor out in the rain, if you like, on, on these roads. So pretty good with angles, pretty good with maths. And uh, I'd, I'd always liked aircraft, and I walked into the Armed Forces Careers Office and said, there we go, this is me, what do you think? And they went, fighter controller for you, my boy, step this way. Uh, and that's that. 
So you never actually flew a plane? Uh, when you're six foot five, that's kind of <laughs> difficult. Um, no, I, if, if, if they put me in a plane, my legs are too long between the knees and the hips, and if, God forbid, anything happened, you had to eject, you'd lose your knees on the dashboard. Oh, so I'm quite happy on the ground, thanks very much. Okay. So where did this career take you? Um, well, you trained... I, I, I joined the Air Force... Uh, when was that? 94. Uh, went through training at Cranwell. Uh, quite interesting. For, I'd been away at college, away from home at college, but pretty much came home most weekends. And then, uh, and then this, all of a sudden it was arrive on the door, at the door at the RAF college, and uh, that's it. Your old life is behind you. Um, you know, it's quite a feeling of, of loneliness. And, and, I mean, again, very thankful that I've always had the Lord on my side just to, to carry on and carry on through. But a fantastic life. Uh, as a fighter controller, you do your training in Northumberland, uh, and then you go and occupy one of the bunkers that still sit up the east coast of the United Kingdom. My first place was I went to Norwich. That's where right. where Julian, well, Julian and I got got married uh, a couple of years in 1997, uh, and then finally, once you're married, you can occupy a, a married quarter. Up until that point, you can't possibly live in sin. Whatever the reasons, that's the, that's the rule. So there was a lot of travelling. Julie lived down here in Bristol, so I was, I was commuting every weekend. But then when we got married, we uh, back in the church, in the URC church in Taunton. Then it was up to Norwich. Uh, found little URC in, in Norwich itself, but, um, and please don't, I don't want to offend anybody, but there was a lot of influence from the Church of Scotland there. Mm. And it, it just wasn't to our, to our cup of tea, to our way of thinking. So we... We drifted away a little bit from that, um, but there's still there's there's churches on on stage on every station. Padres. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely, uh, go along to, uh, to to services on the station. They tend to be small, tiny little tin sheds and huts oh, hidden right. in various corners, but still continued on with on with that. So it's still, your face still ticked along, really. Yes, it did. Yeah, walking side by side with with God for a lot of the time. Um, I'm one of these people that, that I don't, I'm a, apologies Malcolm, I'll say this now, but I don't personally think you necessarily have to go to church all the time yeah, to have sure a faith. Absolutely. Mm. Um, I have, I'm, I'm very happy and settled in my faith, so I'm very lucky like that. But I'm I very reliant on, on God, especially times when I went away, when I was in the Air Force. Mm. The first, I can remember back in 2000, the first time I went away was to the Falkland Islands. Um, four months and I, you've, got to, you've got to have your head set in the right space to go away and do a detachment like that you have to be assured that everything at home is settled, everything at home is, is, is right and, and I, I'm sure a lot of service people do it, you make a deal yeah. you know, I, and I, I can remember to this day saying, saying that God I don't mind what you put me through, just look after my family and you know, if, if you've got that and, and I, that, that's what I needed. And uh, I, got the, I got the reassurance that I needed to keep me safe. And thankfully, everybody home here was safe. And that's, that's the way it worked. Okay, so where did your career take you then? Um, where did I, right. Falklands 2000. So I'm, I'm working out of Norwich, out of, out of bunkers, um, watching the, the air defence of the United Kingdom. Pushed on from that. And uh, I was very, very fortunate to be selected to, uh, to manage the Red Arrows. 
um, a, a wonderful experience. Yes, imagine. It would have been kind of nice to fly with them, I'm sure, but yeah. uh, that was never going to happen. Um, all I can say is I have the utmost admiration for these guys. They are very, very hardworking. The, the, the levels they're working at is, is fantastic. And my job there was effectively anything that wasn't flying landed on my desk, and I can do that. Um, so, funny enough, all the finance, all the personnel, all the organisation. So, it doesn't fly. They come in and they leave it with me. That's fine. It must be amazing because the skill that they actually show. That must phenomenal. be practice. Phenomenal. And, Constant and practice. It is, absolutely. They're, they're practising three times a day, every day, from October pretty much through to the start of the season in March. And uh, anything I can do to take the pressure off of them. And you travelled around with them as well, then, did you? I did, yes. I did, I did quite a few tours. We'd have to go away... Um, two or three months in Cyprus every spring. That was hard. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, take the rough with the smooth, don't you? But, but I mean, and I'll be honest here and say, yes, it was hard. Um, I've, you know, by then, by the time I got to there, I had Ryan, who must have been, what, six or seven, Daniel, little babe in arms, and go away for two months. And Julie's living in the middle of the Lincolnshire countryside in Hemswell. Um, not an awful lot of support. and family's down here. So it is hard to, to leave her at home. And again, always comes back to this. Put me through what you want, but just make sure they're sorted where they are. We, I think it's fair to say we, we, that we'd lost our, little, our way with the church a little bit at this point. When we moved to, to Scampton, where the Reds are, we, we bought a house in a little village called Hemswell to the north. Uh, lovely little village, tiny little village church. And we went along to that because, um, because we wanted to. But the church, um, the drive there was very much a case of money-driven, much a case about what you could give to the church. And I have to say, it pushed us both away. Um, well, without the balance of good Bible teaching. Exactly. You've got, you've, got, you've got to get what you go to church to get something from it mm. as well, as well as what you can give. And there was far too much emphasis on the give side. And... As I said, it just turned us away, which is, which is a shame because with me going away, it's another support network yeah, that Julie didn't have. So, uh, but there we go. Um, and I came to the end of the Reds in 2010 and then followed a four-month detachment to Afghanistan. So that must have been difficult, actually. I yeah. believe, leaving your family. Yeah, that was... Quite a long time, wasn't it, you were away? It was, yeah, the second half of 2010. Um, <coughs> And it's a scary place. I mean, well, I, the places yeah. I've been before, the Falklands was nice and settled. Um, very windy and cold, but nice and settled. Cyprus was complete opposite. Cyprus was beaches and... Anyway. Afghanistan, yeah. Um, not pleasant at all, I'd be honest. But no complaints from me. I stayed... My, my job was on Kandahar Airfield, um, working with our, our Tornado GR4s. I didn't step outside the wire. Um, we used to get the, the, the army guys coming back in who'd been outside the wire and you could see the, the look of these young lads who had had their, uh, had been on tenterhooks all the time they were there. And we had a, we had a role to sort of look after them and, and, and take care of them while they were in our care before we could package them off home. Um, but it wasn't a particularly safe place. There was a lot of um, ordnance left over from when the Russians invaded and uh, the, the Taliban's idea was to was, would do something like a simple rocket shell on a, on a berm of earth 
with a short, short piece of flex, and they would just fire it into the, into the base where you were. Um, and the sirens would go off, and your role there was to hit the deck. The, the thing being that as a rocket comes in and lands, if you're underneath it, hey, it's not your day. But um, if not, the rocket tends to bounce and skit along at about six feet off the ground. Gracious me. And if you look to all the blast walls, they've all got pot marks about six feet off the ground. And there were, there were reports, and happened a couple of times when I was there, where people lost limbs and, because they didn't react properly. So pretty sure that as soon as the alarm went off, um, I hit the deck. So how did your faith sustain you there at that time? Um, you sure about the FFF? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the FFF. That's that was my mantra. Okay, you as I said before about the Falcons about going away. Your head has to be in the right place. You have to be able to focus on on your job. You have to be able not to not of course you worry about your family, but you know your family are in a good place, and you've got to got to be fit. So I have the three Fs. I have faith, family, and fitness. My faith has never been in doubt. I'm very lucky. Um, my family have always been there for me. Julie is an absolute rock, and I'm blessed with two wonderful boys. Uh, fitness, that's a military thing. You know, if, if you're fit yourself, then your body's fit, your mind is fit. And, and I still to this day work to those three Fs. Um, if I come in happy and smiling, then I know that all three of those Fs are right for me. Um, and, uh, yeah, the faith, I'm underpinned by, by the cornerstone of, of my so faith. That we could all use, actually, that FFF. Well... You know, I, I've, I, I'm, I've had to rely on the Lord a lot during, during my life. I've, I've not had it as bad as a lot of people, but there's been stressful situations where I've been. Um, I've seen, unfortunately, a fair bit of death in the, in, in the military, in Afghanistan, certainly. Um, and it's not pleasant. And you, you just have to be in the right place. To have the Lord there by your side is, it puts me in the right place, as I said, alongside the family and the and the fitness sides of it as well. You also share with me how you, you believe in respect and honour. I think that's a, that's a military thing. I mean, we a lot of the people who were on the base at Kandahar were, um, were, other, were, were foreign nations, a lot of Americans there. Um, I mean, we hear, all hear about the horrendous stories about how many men we lost, men and women we lost. The Americans probably lost an awful lot more than we did. and. Uh, one of the things we, we did was they brought a lot of U.S. Marines who died back into Kandahar and they were back to the U.S. within 24 hours. You go and, and, and stand uh, parade for them as the coffins were taken on the planes as a sign of respect. Things like that have to be done properly. I think it's very, very important to do things like that properly. Um, that's why, and I'm, I, I know there's others around who are ex-service as well, that's why you know that come as close to November 11th as you can, everything will be spit and polished and absolutely spot on and cleaned because it's simple, it has to be. If, you, if it's not done properly, then you're disrespecting people and that's mm. not what I am. Mm. Good example of your sons as well, isn't it, really? Yes, um, and I mean, I don't force my, my boys to go to church. Um, there's no point in doing that, in my idea. Faith is a very personal thing. Uh, they both do religious studies at school. They both know that they, but certainly both know Malcolm. They both know Bob from the schools. Probably know you, Ben, as well. Um, but I'm not going to force them to come to church because that's the easiest way to turn them away. 
they will have their own relationship with the Lord of that. I am absolutely certain he'll come knocking at some point. But I'm not going to force them to do that. But uh, certain things we do, so the way you bring people up, I mean, I, you know, you'll, you'll see them. It's fantastic. And Ryan stood alongside me at the remembrance service uh, when we did that because just got to do things properly. I'm a traditionalist. Yes. <laughs> I think it's quite the obvious, I, I imagine. So moving you on, yep. round, it, round it up, the story. Mm -hmm. um, you moved to Bristol. We did. Didn't you? Yes. Um, I was, what, 42, 43, thinking there's got to be a life outside the, 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 the services for me. Judy comes from Bristol. So it's a case of find something to do. Um, I got a, my last posting was to at Filton Abbey Wood. Right. Uh, we landed here in the October half term. Ryan got a place at St Michael's School. And Julie and I thought, well, uh, that's tied to the church. We, we, we want to embrace village life. Let's get into the into the church scene and um, many of the people here tonight, you know, what a welcoming bunch. Yeah. And I've been there a couple of times in uniform on Remembrance Day and uh, a couple of times afterwards and it was a case of you know, that you could feel an arm going around you, you know, mm. right, you, you're here, you're with us, that's fine. And uh, it wasn't very long, as I, as I said before, Martin sort of came and said, would you... And, and, and I have to say, I just think it's all part of a plan. Part of the plan, yes. No, it's written in a book somewhere. You will do this, you will end up there, you'll do that, and here I am. Yes, yeah, strange, isn't it? Really? It is. It, it's so you went a full circle in a way, wasn't it, really? Well, it, it is. Days. Absolutely. Back to the church. But I, I, I guess I knew it, it probably would do. <laughs> um, as I said, part of the plan. It was always going to end up that way. So how, just to round this off now, so thank you so much for all you've shared. How do you keep your faith alive? I know you've said a lot of things, but the theme for our service today, encouragement for all of us. I don't, I don't have to struggle to keep my faith alive. My faith is always there. Everything I do, I trust in the Lord. I mean, we've had some, some rough times the end of last year. I've lost a lot of friends, um, four or five in the last couple of years. And some people I know it will cause them to question their faith. Mm. I don't. The Lord's always here by me. It's not caused me to question my faith. Um, it's just, it, it's just the way I am. I guess that's not very reassuring for many other people. But I don't have no, a problem. I think it is. It's a relationship, isn't it? It is. It is. Lord, I'm something you can't always explain to other people, can you? It's very personal. It is. I'm, I'm quite content, mm. if you like, with my life the way it is. My the three Fs. My faith is strong touch wood my family is strong and i'm reasonably fit that's, that's for me <laughs> but thank you so much you're welcome John, and bless you and your family we hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and don't forget you can get in contact with us on facebook and on twitter and we're also find us on instagram oh yes instagram yes and on our website, which is yateparish.org. Don't forget, this is an interactive show, so we really value your comments. So put your comments on SoundCloud or any other platform that you're listening to, and we'll get back to you. And we look forward to joining you next time.